Hello, FPL managers. We are back. Welcome to the FPL Optimized Podcast. This is episode number 43. This is the podcast in which we combine analytics with the good old eye test. I am Bas, the casual manager, and my co-host is Sirtop, the data scientist. Data or grass or data and grass? That's the question. Game week 33 isn't over yet, as Sirtop and I are recording this on Thursday late afternoon before the start of today's games. Three more games to go in game week 33, and then game week 34 will follow soon already, as we'll have a deadline on Saturday. And it's an important one, as it will be a double game week. Hopefully that isn't a surprise for you, but if it is, don't worry, we'll be sharing some tips in this podcast. Let's first start with a quick check on our game week 33 performance. Even we don't really want to, but okay. So <laughs> How is it going for you so far? It's terrible, man. It's a rough game week. No points mm. from anyone except Holland, which I didn't captain. So needless to say, I'm out of 100k now. Okay. I thought it will it won't make me happy if I finish around this rank. So I wanted to take some risk. So I went with yeah. Salah, which and then he blanked. Yeah. Honestly, I thought Arsenal might put a good fight against City, but that yeah. didn't happen. No. Well, these kind of things happen, so I'm not very bothered by it. But I'm more disappointed that Salah got only 0.11 xG from that West Ham game. I mean, okay. yeah. How 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 is yours going? Uh, well, yeah. Well, I made the same mistake. I didn't captain Holland either. I just don't like it to just captain Holland each week. <laughs> I tried to be different. Uh, but now I re regret it. I went for Watkins. I thought it was a good uh, home game against Nottingham. But then, of course, he blanked. Mm. And Haaland kind of holds as he usually does. Overall, still on 43 points, which isn't that bad. Uh, thanks to some good performances from Steele, who saved the penalty. Uh, Trent and March. And I still have Kane and Trippier to go. Uh, I did put Rashford on the bench, so I hope he will stay quiet and he will get uh, a bit of rest before double game week 34. Mm. All right, well, we're kind of in the same boat then. Uh, let's keep smiling and let's just talk about the next game week. <laughs> okay, I can try. Um, yeah, double game week 34. Some people might be free hitting. So, sir, top for those people using their free hit. Uh, how would the optimal team look like? And we did get a question from Ronan Considine. He's using his free hit and he's asking if he should focus on the City and Liverpool defensive options as he thinks there could be some rotation concerns up front. So how do you think about it? Yeah, I checked the FBI reviews model again about the minutes and then the expected values obviously as usual yeah um i will talk about the free hit 34 row optimal team so it is ederson in goal robertson yeah. alexander arnold diaz estupinan in defense okay. McAllister, mitoma salah fernandez rashford in midfield and holland uh, in forward and okay. we have iverson martial zuma and greenwood in the bench so this team mm. Also, it captains Salah, but yeah, I yeah. pulled pulled this data um, maybe this morning. So yeah, okay. it, it, 
so Holland and Salah's expected value is almost the same. So it will probably oscillate between the two, depending on how how many minutes we expect for Holland to get. So yeah. I mean, models love. I mean, Liverpool and Manchester City defenders, as you see, right. like we have two two defenders from City, two defenders from Liverpool. I mean, yeah. goalkeeper defender, and right. then. Yeah, only midfield and forward option here are Salah and Haaland from Liverpool and City. So, I think so. I think the minute uncertainty is probably part of the the equation here. And since, because of this question, I also checked the optimal free hit team, assuming everyone plays, like 90 minutes. And then, if it happens, it actually replaces Ederson with De Gea. Uh, Diaz with Stones and okay. Fernandez with De Bruyne. So it oh, essentially okay. drops Ederson in favor yeah. of De Bruyne. And because his expected value is really high if he plays. Right. Right. So, and in this case, Holland becomes captain because if we assume equal minutes for Holland and Salah, Holland has more expected value, almost like right. 15.8. It's just a monster's expected value. And huh. yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, I don't really have a preference when it comes to whether to get like defenders or like midfield or forwards from you know City and Liverpool for the free hit. But yeah, I can I can see the logic behind it. You know, getting the defenders who can have some offensive output. Yeah. Well, you know, City they keep conceding. That's a bit uh, the story, I would say, right, of the season. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, even though they're, yeah, they're quite strong they defensively, they still manage to concede every every week. So that could be a concern. I do like Stones. You know, he's been scoring a few goals or giving assists as well. So I think there's also that threat from him. Yeah, and and KDB. Yeah, we saw what he could do. He uh, he did it yesterday again. So um, definitely, I like that second team with Stones and uh, De Bruyne in the team. I think there are also some concerns over the fitness of uh, Bruno Fernandes. So that could be maybe another reason to look for other options, even though I didn't check the latest news on that, to be honest. Um, but he was pictured wearing a, a, a cask on his ankle. So yeah. I think there are some doubts uh, over his uh, fitness. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that gives a lot of good options already for game week 34. Um, as expected, there are triple City, triple Liverpool, also triple uh, Brighton, and then uh, additionally a few of the Man United guys. Mm-hmm. So that will give you 11 double game week players. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah, in my case, uh, I, you know, I won't be free hitting. I used it already. That's the same for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So my plan was to move some funds by switching Kane to Isaac, and that would allow me to bring Salah in for Saka, and it will give me nine double game weekers plus possibly then two players from Newcastle. Uh, and I don't mind. It's a single game week, but they play at home against Southampton. They're in good form uh, mm-hmm. Newcastle. So I think I'll, I'll stick to that. Uh, it will cost me a minus four, but that was kind of part of my plan anyway. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm kind of happy that it looks like that Rashford and Shaw, you know, they're back. They played uh, the FA Cup last weekend. Uh, well, they still have a game to go tonight, so let's hope they stay fit. Um, and then Steele... 
he was back as a goalkeeper for Brighton yesterday. So yeah, three important players to make my double game week work. So mm-hmm. it's looking uh, it's looking all right at the moment. Um, what's your plan for game week thirty four sort up? Yeah, well. For game week 34, I was checking the solvers this morning. So essentially, James will, yeah, will go. Yeah. I will replace James with Alexander Arnold, and I have two free transfers. And the second free transfer okay. will probably replace, probably Chilwell. I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure. I also see Trippier in certain plans, but I'm not 100 percent sure. One one plan says I need to drop. James and Fernandez and get Alexander Arnold and Mahrez. Oh. And um well that's the spicy option I guess. But either yeah. way, so I will get hopefully I will get two players who are doubling this game week. And yeah. so in my lineup then the only player who's not doubling will be Solanke. Playing against Leeds, so that's not the worst okay. fixture, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, that's that's my thirty four plan. All right, sounds good. Yeah, and I think, um, well, in your case, you mentioned James and Chilwell. I think that will probably be one trend. People moving away from uh, Chelsea. They're just, you know, they're just not doing very well at the moment. Yeah. To put it mildly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think another trend could be to move away from the Arsenal assets. Um, You know, they look to be struggling a little bit now. Um, City took over as champions uh, favorite um, and plus on top Arsenal won't have a double game week so I think that's also a reason for people to move away mm-hmm. on the other hand so yeah they have an interesting game coming up it's uh, against Chelsea I think well they are probably in the worst form ever so shouldn't we give players like Saka or Martinelli another chance that's probably a question many of the managers have and we also received a question about that uh same thing from fpl booster um yeah and also for me i was wondering i'll I'll, I'll put martinelli on the bench but against chelsea i'm actually wondering it looks like an interesting game um but yeah for me it will be either isaac against southampton or martinelli against chelsea and i think i'll go for isaac in that case but yeah. I did talk about it before. Every time I bench Martinelli, you know, he scores a goal or he, uh, <laughs> he gives an assist. So just t- tell <laughs> so me in I advance, know. man, so I can, I can get Martinelli. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should. So what is the what is the data telling us, uh, Sir Top, about uh, the Arsenal guys? I mean, so it's a single game week. I understand that the Chelsea fixture is appealing to many people. But yeah, I plotted just the expected value and also the risk or variance of, you know, not having or not having the player. I mean, Saka and Martinelli, they are kind of heavily owned. Uh, Well, people are just moving away, I understand. But so, I mean, their expected value is not the worst, but there are better options in terms of projected points. So I... I I kind of see why like solvers would probably suggest selling them, and well, but mm. you know it's FPL, so you will sell them and they will get goals. Yeah. I wouldn't be too bothered by yeah. that fact. I mean, you are always trying to you know maximize your chances. I mean, yes, Chelsea is a bad fixture, but the alternative is getting a double a player who's doubling. So yeah, yeah. I think I would move probably. 
Yeah, and you know, I think also their upcoming games are not so easy, right? So after Chelsea, they will play Newcastle, then Brighton, Brighton. yeah, and then they will end with Nottingham and Wolves. So yeah, two decent games at the end. But now first three, well, Chelsea, we <laughs> Chelsea, uh, <laughs> we probably can't call too difficult at the moment, but yeah, you never yeah. know. But then Newcastle and Brighton, that will be two tough games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I think also like mentally, it will be interesting to see how they will deal with it. You know, they've been leading uh, the league for a long time. Now City uh, became favorites, so it will also be interesting to see how they will deal with that mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, also from my perspective, yeah, I'll, I'll move away from Saka to Salah. Quite happy to do so, mm-hmm. and I'll keep Martinelli still for now. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, talking about Chelsea, um, I've seen quite some people wondering what they should do with Chilwell. I think you mentioned it as well. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, AB on Twitter. That's his name, AB. Uh, and he's wondering if he should move Chilwell for Trent for a minus four. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's worth it. it- yeah. Depends on your team, obviously. Like if you have other players that you need to move first, but their projection for this well next game week is terrible. Okay. Uh, even though Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest games will follow this game week, there's a big yeah. difference uh, in terms of EV for this game week. It is like around ten expected value for Alexander Arnold and only two point forty five for Chilwell. I mean, it, that's okay. ridiculously low for a defender. I mean. It means that they, he will get probably just two points for appearing yeah. in the game. And yeah. then there's a very, very low chance of a clean sheet and also probably low chance of getting an offensive return. So, yeah, yeah. I can see Solver suggesting a hit in this case. Uh, yeah. It's also a double game week for uh, yeah. Alexander-Arnold. So, I, Indeed. I think yes is the answer. Yeah, I would agree. I brought in uh, Trent last week. Um, yeah, Liverpool didn't keep a clean sheet, but Trent had another assist. So I think the assists are a little bit back into the picture for him. And it's the same for Robertson. So it seems Trent and Robertson are picking up form. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't mind that move mm-hmm. either. All right, let's take another Twitter question. Uh, we have uh, one of our regular listeners, Eric Ness Unstadt. Hi, Eric. Thanks for sending another question. And he's asking that, uh, well, he has to choose between Rashford and uh, Jota from Liverpool. And he's asking how the two compare if you look at them just in isolation. Yeah, it's tough to answer. I was actually checking and it's surprisingly close between the two. Okay, I will talk about the data. So uh, FBI Review is giving 58% for Jota to score, assuming he plays 90 minutes, by the way. And yeah. it is 60% for Rashford. So there's only a 2% difference between the right. two. Almost the same. And for Jota, it is 0.47 goals against Fulham and 0.41 goals against Tottenham. So yeah. we assume if he plays both games, he will get around 0.87 goals in total, yeah. in average. Yeah. Yeah. And he also has 0.5 predicted assists. And so... All in all, it gives you 8.0 expected value. And for Rashford, it is 0.39 goals against Brighton. So it's lower than other two for Jota, actually. But 
0.52 goals against Aston Villa and it is higher than the other two so uh. in total it is 0.91 goals so remember for Jota it was 0.87 so again it's right. very close but very his close. predicted assists are lower it is 0.43 hmm. and but he has a higher chance of bonus I assume and yeah. for others well uh, also like getting more points from the goals so his yeah. expected value is higher at the end so it is 8.8 .8, and yeah. for Jota it was 8.0 yeah so well if you just look at from this angle Rashford is ahead yeah. higher expected minute certainty too and higher underlyings per 90 yeah but I mean as you see, there's not a meaningful difference. So if you want to go with Jota, I mean that's that's a good punt too. Yeah, and I think you know United they kind of stopped scoring goals in a way, right? They haven't scored that much lately. Hmm. Um, yeah. So that could be a concern, especially uh, the face Brighton again, same same game as we just saw in the FA Cup, mm -hmm. and then also they face Villa, who has have been keeping a lot of clean sheets. So it's from that perspective, quite a tough, tough double game week, I would say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Liverpool, on the other hand, they play Fulham and Tottenham. So, yeah, sounds more appealing to me if you look at it like that. But let's see. I mean, Tottenham, uh, they change manager again, right? The, uh, the assistant had to leave and um, then a new guy came in. So... Uh, let's see if that will make an impact. Yeah, we will see. Yeah. All right. Well, there is another regular listener, uh, Greg Andrews Burner. Hi, Greg. Uh, he was asking if being a new dad impacted your team or strategy, Sirtan. Well, I don't know. I certainly spent significantly less time on FPL nowadays. Yeah. It probably affected some of my decisions as I don't think too much on them now. Like I don't no. do a deep dive with data. No. Well, on the other hand, I feel more anxious about my decisions. So as I don't have too much time to check right. if they are sound or not. So okay. I I feel like at the towards the deadline since i don't i'm away from my pc like <laughs> i am yeah. suiting the baby so i'm just worrying like did i choose the right captain is my bench order is correct so i yeah. find, found myself actually asking others like does it look good to you like i'm sending uh, messages to my friends which yeah. usually people do to me like they send their teams to me and then i give a comment on it but now it's the other way around but overall, less time on FPL, more time worrying about my decisions. So, yeah. I mean, in terms of strategy, probably not. I mean, I'm trying to follow the expected value, again, the models. But, yeah, in terms of yeah. the quality of my decisions, probably they took a wrong turn. Yeah, but maybe it also means you get less upset, maybe. I think if you spend less time and it doesn't go your way. Yeah, maybe you... I think I we know. can say that, yeah. Yeah. Because if you spend a lot of time and it doesn't work, it's also a bit frustrating. Of yes, course. yes, that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see how this will evolve during the next <laughs> weeks and months. We'll, uh, we'll probably put the question back in in a few weeks from now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think the final thing to cover for this game week is to look at the best captain options. So mm -hmm. can you maybe share the top five? Sure. So I will talk about the ensemble model first again uh, for 
repeating for the people who are listening to us for the first time ensemble model is the average like equal average of all the models and okay. by all the models we are talking about fantasy football fix fantasy football hub fantasy football scott fbi reviews premium model fbi reviews market odds model and mikhail tokwam's model and top five are so salah is number one with 13.8 expected okay. value holland is yeah. second with 13.42 we have alexander arnold at 10.21 de Bruyne at 9.81 and rashford at 9.73 and so going over the models fantasy football fix has holland as their uh, like top player yeah. hub has salah scott has salah fbi review premium has holland but they're the same right now there's no difference between holland and salah okay. in market odds model holland is ahead and in mikhail tokwam's model salah is ahead it was the yeah. data from last game week but including this game week 34. so i mean almost the same i think people yeah. will captain holland anyway but we will see more yeah, people captain thing, huh? salah right that's the thing like going against holland uh yeah <laughs> There's some risk in there, but yeah, you know, if you maybe want to make up some ground, you could can go for an alternative option. But yeah, as you saw from what Sertal and I did this week, it can go wrong as well. <laughs> if, if if you know if, if Haaland scores two or three goals, then yeah, you're suddenly behind. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it depends a bit on where you are in the uh, in the ranking and and what your goals still are for the season. Um. But yeah, Salah and Haaland both look like good options. Yep. Yeah. All right, I think we can wrap it up. We're keeping it a bit shorter than usual as the episode will release on Friday, uh, giving people only about a day to listen as the game week 34 deadline is on Saturday. Anything you still wanted to add, Sir Top? No, nothing from my side. Thank you very much for preparing the episode. No worries. Thank you too. So this was FPL Optimized Podcast episode number 43. Thanks everyone for listening. Next week, we will be back with another episode. You can subscribe to our podcast so you will know when the next episode is out. And you can also follow us on Twitter. For Surtop, it's at Surtop Bilal. And for me, it's at Belfi BB. Good luck with Double Game Week 34, everyone. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.